Praise the Lord, saints. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Dear Lord, we just thank you for your grace, your mercy. We thank you for your love. We thank you, Lord God, for you made a way for us to be here, Lord God. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for what you are doing in this church, what you're doing in these members, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. I ask you to bless this word, Lord God, as you've already sanctified and blessed it, Lord God, before. Lord God, I just ask you to decrease everything in me and increase everything of you, Lord God. Hide me behind your desk, your sacred desk, Lord God. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart, Lord Jesus, be acceptable in your sight. You are my strength and you are my redeemer. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, we're still talking about what are we presenting to God. In Romans 12 and 2. And this is Romans 12 and 2, and it says, And do not be conformed to this world any longer with, your, with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed, progressively changed as, a, as you mature spiritually by renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values, ethical attitudes, so that you may prove for yourself what the, what the will is for God and which is a good and acceptable and perfect in his plan for your purpose. Amen. In 2 Timothy 2 and 15, study and do your best to proceed, to pre present yourself to God, approved a workman tested by trial, who has no reason to be ashamed accurately, handling, skillfully, teaching the word of truth, meaning, if God has approved your walk, your talk, your attitude, your faith in him, then every test and trial that has come your way, you have had the ability in God with his strength and his knowledge of knowing your faith is rooted and grounded in the truth of the Father. And, 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 don't, and do not be ashamed of how you are able to rightly divide the word of God. Don't be ashamed of how you are presenting your worship to God. Romans 1, 16 and 17 says, for I am not ashamed of the gospel for it is power of God for salvation to everyone who believes in the Jews first and also to the Greeks for in the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith it as it is written. So don't be ashamed of your hallelujah. Don't be ashamed of how you are now. Don't be ashamed to raise your hands and say, Lord, I thank you. Don't be ashamed to say, Lord, if it had not been for you who was on my side, where would I be? Don't be ashamed to give him glory. Isaiah 50 and 7 says, for the Lord God helps me. Therefore, I am not disgraced. Therefore, I have to set my face like flint. And I know that I will not be ashamed. Matthew 10 and 33 says, but the one who denies and rejects me before men, that one I will also deny and reject before my father who is in heaven. God is saying it don't make no never mind what who approves you, who cares about you. Keep your eyes and your whole self looking unto God for he is the author and the finisher of your faith. Don't worry about these naysayers. Don't worry about what people think or people don't care about you. Make sure your face is set like flint. You are immovable. You are steadfast in in irremovable. You cannot move. You cannot be strayed to the left. You can't be strayed to the right. You've got to set your face like flint and for God I live and for God I die. This is what I am walking in, in the heritage of God. And don't dummy down. 
to your walk before man because of what people, friends, might say. Because for real, they just jealous of your walk and your worship that you have in God. They are, they are, they are so messed up with watching you be able to fulfill the works that God has set before you. You know, but they don't know the sacrifices. They don't know the obstacles that you have to, that you have going through, that you are going through, or you have already overcome to get where you are. The truth is, they wouldn't be able to take what you're doing and where you have been. You know, it's been about, about 10, 15 years ago, not probably 10 years ago, maybe 11, when they had um, diagnosed me with MS. I say they because it was what they said. But, um, but in that process, I had to get um, needles in my brain. They, would, they were steroid needles. What, what they would do is they would um, try to numb me up as best as they could. And they would stick the needles into and goes to my brain because what was happening, the lesions that were trying to form up on my brain, they was messing with my memory. They was messing with my speech. It was messing with my talk. They was messing with my walk. They was messing with everything. They was messing with it, not God. So God allowed the medicine. He approved the medicine. So don't get, don't get so upset that God gives you medicine to take because he's the one that sanctified the medicine. He's the one that allowed the medicine to get made. Don't get mad at the medicine. Be say, thank you, Jesus, for the medicine. You know, because you think about it. Who was the physician? Luke. Luke walked with him. So the medicine was with the, the, the maker all, every step of the way. So therefore, therefore, when they would do the steroids, my blessed, my husband, he, he was so awesome. He would say, baby, you got this, baby, you got this. But when the needle started going in, the, the doctor said, sir, you're welcome to step out. <laughs> but I praise God he was by my side. But when I say this, people don't understand of the obstacles and things that you had to go through. So don't, don't judge people's praise. Don't judge people the way they worship God. Don't worship what they give God because you ain't been through what they've gone through. So therefore, you have a reason and a right to praise the name of the Lord. The name of the Lord. In Romans 8 and 31, what shall I say about this wonderful things that he has done? If God is for you, who can be against you? Isaiah 54 and 17 says, but in, but in that coming day, no weapon turned against you will succeed. You will silence every voice raised up to accuse you. These benefits are enjoyed by the servants of the Lord. Their vindication will come from me. I, the Lord, has spoken. And I love this version because he said at the end, I, the Lord, has spoken. Man did not speak this. I spoke this. I, the Lord, told you this. And the thing about it is, he said, but in that coming day, the weapons, the weapons that are formed, they're going to turn and face you right in your face. What are you going to do about that? You don't have to do nothing because why? You are saved by God. He said, you don't even have to say nothing. He said, you will silence the accuser's voices because you got the benefits of being a servant of me. You got the benefits of being a child of mine. 
mind. And you know what? I have decreed it. And when I decreed it, that means I sealed it. That's mean I put my approval on it. You won't have to question it. You don't have to think about it. You don't have to do anything but just say, Lord, I thank you for being my Savior. Lord, I thank you for speaking it. Lord, I thank you for, prov for making provisions over it. I thank you. Said God himself, God himself in, in, in every way, he says, you don't have to worry about the accusers. Don't worry about them people. I gave you the benefit because you are mine. This is an awesome passage because the Lord himself, like I said, has spoken it. He has sealed it. He's put his, he's put his approval on it. And ain't no devil in hell can come up against it because when God has sealed it, it is done. It finished it. And it is settled in the name of Jesus. In Isaiah 54 and 17, I was getting hyped when I was going, oh, Jesus. When God says, in the coming day, no weapon turned against you shall succeed, he's saying, put the word of God on the weapon. That's why you got to hide the word in your heart to where when somebody says something, I got a word on it. When they told me 14, 15 years ago, you had MS, I said, no, I don't. I said, that ain't what God gave me. I do not have that. And I stood on that for all these years. I told that Dr. Ryan, he's like, well, we see the lesions. Well, we see this. I said, I know God. I do not have that. Don't put that on me. You know, and, I, and, and the doctor looked at me like, you crazy. Oh, yeah, I'm crazy because I'm crazy for God because the word said, said that, no. said, whose report are you going to believe? I'm going to believe the report of the Lord. And so, and that goes, uh, goes on to my saying, what did the doctor say? Whose report are you going to believe? Put the word on it. When the weapons of the family and friends come up against you in Matthew 10 and 34, he said, don't think that I have come to bring peace on earth. I did not come to bring peace unto the uh, to, uh, peace unto you but i've come to bring a sword sword not a literal sword but it means a division of flesh and the spirit from the family and the friends those who are following me and those who are not meaning if you got people that are following christ hey they mean you good but if you got people who are not following christ they don't mean you no good so you need to cut them away i don't care if it's your family i don't care if it's your friends i don't care what it is he said i came to bring a sword because you cannot you cannot put oil and water will not mix so what do you think light and darkness will not, they will not mix so he's saying I came to bring you a sword and he said I'm not going to do the cutting you're going to do the cutting away from these people that's not me you're going to have to make the decision to say I'm not dealing with this no more I'm not going to allow these people to bring me down. I've got to cut away from them. I've got to make a, make a stand right here for him or for the world the weapons used to bother you the weapons used to used to not bother you because why you was on the side of the enemy so you didn't know you didn't know the weapons were formed you didn't know nothing because you were you were you was on you was on the wrong side of the fence and let me just say this there is no straddling the fence either you are for the lord or you are for satan it's there's neither hot nor cold in revelations 3 15 through 16 it says i know all things you do this is the Lord. That's pretty deep. He says, I know all things that you do, that, that you are neither hot nor cold. I wish that you were, you were one or the other. He said, but since you are like lukewarm water, neither nor hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. This is the Lord talking. Can you imagine you you walk this walk all the time and you're you're thinking you're all you're you this and you that, but when you get before him, he's gonna say, I'm gonna spit you out of my mouth because you ain't been you ain't been neither cold nor hot. So you know what? 
you got to go. I'm going to spit you out of your mouth. And not only in me, and this is my thinking, I was, I was, when I was reading this, I said, Lord. And he said, because I want you to be with me on my side. He does. I can't have you one day in me and the next day um, when things don't go your way, you want to jump ship. So let me just help you. I'm going to decide for you. I'll do away with you. I will leave you to yourself. You just keep on doing you. See how that works out for you, how that how that works out for you and how how good you will make it in life without me. So basically he said, I will turn you over to a reprobate mind because you have decided not to be with me. You have decided to be with the enemy. This is your choice because he said, I wish you that you would be with me. But since you don't want to be with me, you want to be lukewarm, I can't have you because nothing I'm going to do is going to please you. Nothing I do is going to make you happy. So therefore, you don't need to be with me. That's just like you get to the day and people get up to him and they, they'll say, and he, he's going to roll back everything you've done. And he's going to say, you're going to say, Lord, I did this in your name. Lord, I did that. And I healed the sick. I blessed the blind they could see. I did what you told me to do. I told people they're going to raise people from the dead. And he's going to step back and say, look, I saw you. You wasn't neither hot nor cold. So you know what? I'm going to spew you out your mouth. And I'm going to send you to the pits of hell for where you're going to go to because you are not with me. You wasn't with me. You was doing things for your own will, for your own vanity, for your own glory. I didn't get the glory out of nothing you was doing. So therefore, I cannot let you come into me saying, ah, oh, oh, come on in. I'm going to give you a rest. I'm going to give you peace. I'm going to give you the eternity. No, because you got your eternity on earth. You got your glory on earth. You got what you wanted on earth. So therefore, I'm going to say, depart from me, you workers of iniquity, and I don't even know you. So therefore, God, so you want to make sure your life is well-pleasing. What are you presenting to God this day, every day that you wake up? Are you presenting a holy and acceptable lifestyle unto God, or are you, are you presenting something of your own self to God? But when you decide, but when you decide to get on the Lord's side, those same people or things that you were so cool with, they don't, they don't even look at you the same way. That's good because we, we, we don't want them to be looking at us the same way. We want them to see a different us. We don't really want them to see us. We want them to see the Lord working through us. You know, and not only that, we are not alone. Even if they leave us alone, we are not alone because we chose a side to be with. And we no longer, we don't have to defend ourselves. We don't have to fight by ourselves. We don't have to do anything by ourselves because why? We have a heavenly army now. We have a heavenly army, and God is the head on his right side. There's Jesus. Then, on, and then here comes the Holy Spirit. In John 14 and 26, he said, but the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name. He's going to send it in his name. He said, you don't have to worry. You don't have to be ashamed. You don't have to even think about these things or what people said or what people are talking about. You just give it to me because I'm your advocate. I'm going to go before you. I'm going to make it right before you. You don't have to worry about it. And when he says, he says, the advocate will teach you in all things and he will remind you of everything I said. He is there to lead and guide us to keep us straight in Jesus Christ. So therefore, you want the heavenly army on your side. You cannot walk this walk and be a Christian of Jesus Christ, be a follower of him without the army. You got to have the army with you. 
You've got to have it. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Oh, I'm sorry. Got a little excited. Sorry about that. <laughs> got a little excited. Praise the Lord. But wait a minute. No, wait a minute. You have to be a servant. There's conditions to this. There's conditions. You ain't just going to be waking up in the morning and say, oh, I'm in the army of the Lord. Oh, I've got Jesus on my side. No, there is conditions. There, There is steps to this thing. Everything that you think that you are, that's not. Because you have, to, you have to walk the walk before Jesus Christ. You have to walk the walk before God. You have to walk it. If you want it, it's there for you. If you want it, he will give it to you. It is freely. You don't have to pay for it. You don't have to, you don't have to go and sell nothing for it. You don't have to go out here and say, I'm taking up a donation for it. You don't have to do nothing. All you have to do is stand flat-footed and keep your face and your mind and stay like flint, meaning I'm not moving. I am unmovable. I am standing in the word of God, and I'm going to get what he wants me to have, which is salvation. That's what he wants. He wants you to have salvation. And when you get the salvation, he wants you to glorify him because he's the one that gave you the salvation to be able to be where you are. Salvation is everything. But salvation is going to cost you something. It's going to cost you something. It's going to cost you your freedom. It's going to cost you what you think. It's going to cost you your friends. It's going to cost you your family. It's going to cost you everything. But you know what? It's worth it. It's worth it for to have salvation and know that one day, hey, this old world, it's going to pass away. But don't worry about it. When this old world passes away, you're still going to be with the Father because you made that decision to be with him before you left this earth. That's what people don't understand. You have to make that decision and make that firm decision before you close your eyes and before he takes you away. You have to know that you know that you know that you are a child of the Most High God. And when you are in the heavenly army, you don't have to worry because he's going to give you the breastplate. He's going to give you the helmet of salvation. He's going to give you the sword, which is the word of truth. He's going to give you everything you need to be able to, to be able to walk this walk. But as I say, wait a minute. To be a servant of the Lord, you have to do stuff. First, you have to, you have to decide. Is this what you want? Do you want to be saved, sanctified, and filled with his precious Holy Spirit? Do you, do you want to accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? Okay, you do all that stuff. Do you want to walk it out now? Just because you say it don't mean a, that's not enough. You still got to walk that walk out with him before him and letting him see and letting yourself know and letting other people know and let them see, hey, I'm on the Lord's side. I can't go out and, and party with you on Friday. I can't go out and, and do what I want to do on Saturday and then come in here on Sunday morning and jump and shout, hey, 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 I'm with the Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you ain't right. You need to go somewhere and sit down, you hypocrite of Jesus Christ, because he said, he said you were supposed to come in his house, in his with thanksgiving and praise and in him with worship and with him lifting him up. But yet a lot of people cannot do that because they didn't have him all week in him. But so they just slid on in here on Sunday morning and saying, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Or they stand still and they just looking at you and you're thinking, no, when you come in the house of the Lord, it's not for us to pump and prime you. It's for us to come in here and raise our hands and give God all the honor and praise and the glory because we are living a surrendered lifestyle unto Jesus Christ. This is not a a game what we're doing this is not a game what we're down here portraying we are portraying our lord and savior jesus christ we have a mandate to do for him 
We have, and not only did we got a mandate, but then he gave us a promise in the mandate. He gave us a promise that we will be with him one day. He gave us a promise that we live a pleasing and well-fit lifestyle before him. We will be in total peace. And not only that, when we get to the other side, but he said he gave us some promises on this side. He said we don't have to worry about nothing. He said we don't have to, you don't have to, let's, what the doctor say? Let me say what they're going to say because I've already healed you. I've already approved your healing. Don't, don't worry about the finances. He said you don't have to worry about that. I got all, I got a thousand uh, cattle on the hill. I got everything you need. I got all the finances. I got everything you need. All you got to do is trust in me, stay in me, and believe me. Give me my word back. He said, pray my word back to me. And then, you know, because when he said my word will not return until you void, it will accomplish what I have set for it to do. That means I am praying the word back to him. I am giving him everything he gave me, and I'm just giving it back to him and I'm just waiting for him to fill me back up again and then here I can spew it back out to him it's like a give and take you give me and I'm gonna give you you know what I'm saying it's like that little that tag game when you was a kid tag you're it okay you do this for Jesus tag you're it you know back and forth I'm, I'm, I'm strengthening you therefore as you read his word you're getting strength as you as you proclaim his word as you walk his word out you are getting strength as you believe his word you are getting strength you are getting strength over the enemy for what he wants to bring in your sight because the Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight so therefore we are walking this walk before him we are trying our best every day of our lives to walk a to be presenting a holy and acceptable lifestyle unto God because he said I promise you I will not and when God said he promises you that means you can take it to the bank it's like gold it's like money you don't have to worry about it if he said it he's gonna give it to you he told me years ago we lived on Polk Lane I don't know probably you know how many years ago probably six set six seven years ago anyway we lived on Polk Lane here in Lexington and this is when the um the, the MS was flaring it was trying to flare up and everything and God sent me to one particular corner of this house in the living room and I went to that corner and I just prayed I was giving it all I was laying it all out I was giving him my anger I was giving him my frustration I was giving him my why I was giving him why you do this to me why you take everything from me why you make me go through this I've not done nothing to you I have served you I have worshiped you I have lived a life before you I've not always been right but God you saw me this is how I talked to him because he knew what I was thinking he knew what I was feeling so don't get all holier than that Lord Jesus you know I just no talk to him like that's your daddy that's your father let him know what you were going through let him know how you feeling about this well he got right back with me and he said he said you know what I know what you're going through I allowed it to come to you because uh, you're going through this I'm gonna get the glory out of it I'm gonna get the praise out of it and not only am I gonna get the praise out of it I'm gonna get the glory out of it I see what you're going through I see every needle I see all the obstacles that are coming at you. I saw where you lost your business. I saw where you went through this. I saw what you left. But I gave you provision in the midst of your hell. Hey! I gave you provision in the midst of your hell. So it made me have to go back and say, Lord, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I'm sorry I doubted you. I'm sorry I made it all about me and not all about you. I'm sorry. And he said, don't worry, I got you. You're my child. You're my child. And then I felt that smooth embrace by the Lord, like, I got you.
I got you. And not only that, I'm going to heal you from this, but you're going to go through some things with it. You're going to go through some things because you're going to have to go through in order to be able to teach other people how to walk through the hell, how to walk through the circumstances, how to walk when you have no money, how to walk when you have nothing, how to walk when you're going through in your marriage, how to walk through and you're going through friendship, and you walk through when you lose your mother, when you lose your father, when you lose everything that meant something to you. I'm going to give you the strength to walk through. And not only not only I'm going to give you strength, I'm going to give you the healing. I'm going to give you everything that you need. And then I'm going to turn around I'm going to give you everything that that canker word ate up. I'm going to give you everything that was stolen from you. I'm going to give you your right mind back. I'm going to give you your memory back. I'm going to give you your strength back. I'm going to give you back you. All I want you to give me is me every day of your life. You will worship me. You will lift me up. You will honor me. You will say, no matter what comes, no matter what goes, I am a servant of the Lord high God. I am his child, and I will decree and declare everything that is God has given unto me. I will decree it and give it back to him. I will praise him. I will not praise no other God before him. I will not lift nobody else up before him. It is for God I live and for God I die. This was what I experienced in this little corner of this house. I was experiencing deliverance. I was experiencing being set free from me. I had been held captive by myself, by everything what everybody else has said, everybody, what everybody else has tried to put on me. But sometimes you just got to get in your corner and you got to just go before God and you got to say, Lord God, if you don't do it, it won't be done. If you don't move, it won't be moved. Lord God, I need you to move. I need you to make a way. And you know what? When you are a child of his, he's, it's a promise. He will make a way for those who walk up right before him. He said he wouldn't withhold no good thing unto you. But you got to walk up right before him. And he will give you everything he says, promised you that you would have in your life. But you got to walk up right before him. What's my time? Amen. Amen. So... So the promises that he gives you, take them to the bank. Believe in them. First, believe in them. You got to believe. Because without belief, you don't have nothing. Without belief, you ain't able to sit down in that chair and think it's going to hold you. You got to have the belief of God that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Seek him. So if you are not for God, then you are against him. And the promises do not apply to you. That right there, it's stuck like a, like butter sticking to a frying pan. I'm, I'm, if you are not in him, you don't get no promises. It don't apply to you. It don't apply to you at all. So in this life, you are, you are, you, you are wanting to present a con, um, confirmed um new lifestyle in Christ Jesus, you are going to have to have a made-up mind and the holy team with you, which is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. 
each one leading and guiding you to be able to be presenting a well-pleased lifestyle before God. It's going to take all three in order to walk this walk. That's why Jesus said, I got to go in order for the, for the, for the helper to come, for the Holy Spirit to come. Because if I don't go, you ain't going to be able to make it. I got to go so you'll be able to walk this walk. I got to go so you'll be able to, so your children will live. I got to go so you'll be able to help your, help your family. I got to go so you'll be able to see me one day and see me in peace. I got to go. We got to go. We got to go. We got to go with a made-up mind and, and make sure we are living a life that is what God wants us to present to him, not what we want to present to him. What are you presenting to God on this day? I thank and praise God for his word. I thank and praise God for just everything that he's done. I thank God, praise God, for, the, for what he's allowed me to stand before his people and do. Lord God, I thank you for everything, Lord God, that you're doing and what you've yet to do, Lord Jesus. Lord God, I ask you to bless and continue blessing this, this service to go forth. Bless the praise team to come out here and give you their best, Lord Jesus. Lord God, bless the preach word to come in here to edify, to set people free and deliver and save and sanctify them, Lord God. We thank you. We give you honor. We give you praise. We give you glory for you are worthy of it all. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.